Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Come on. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. That was Timothy Spell. That's the song we always play to start the program called This Is That, spoken by the prophet Joel. And you will uh, 
find that right on a big, gigantic sign as you walk into the entryway of our church here in Dickinson, North Dakota. We bought the Elks Building, which used to be several bars in there. So I just wanted to clear the air when I we bought the building, and right in the entryway of the church, it says, uh, These men are not drunk, as you suppose, but this is that, which was spoken by the prophet Joel, saying, In the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and we had a good service today, really felt the presence of God, uh, just excited about it, felt like there was a breakthrough in our service today. Uh, we had uh, uh, Merry Christmas, by the way, uh, great day to, every day is a great day, but today we can uh, just take this as a day and an excuse to celebrate the birth of Jesus, which was one of the greatest events in the history of the universe, and we uh, certainly can celebrate that any day of the year, but today... Our society has set that aside as a day to celebrate that. And we, um, because of that, a lot of people in our church were traveling today. I think I counted 40, some people, a little over 40 people that were missing from our services today. And I knew many of them were going to see their families in different places. But then we had all kinds of brand new people today. And so that was exciting. So it, it was um, missed all those that weren't there. And of course, I knew that they were doing good things and being with their family, but it was exciting to see the people that showed up and visitors there, and it kind of put a fire under me to preach today. I I felt strongly about what I had to say, and I'm going to bring it into the radio show tonight also. Uh, You know, we can call it a Christmas message, but whatever you want to call it's fine with me, but we're going to you know, you can, I'm, I'm just going to take a couple seconds here. Uh, text me tonight, 701-290-7862 if you're listening. We've got several people texting already that are listening. Sister Brett's texted from Kildare. We've got uh, Yvonne and Marin listening down in Bowman. We've got Tim listening in North Carolina. Um, I was encouraged just this week because I found out that there are more people that listen to me than I even know and, and, um, and many of them do not text me, do not text in. But it is so um, it is so exciting for me that there would be. I'm honored actually that people would listen to this broadcast, and I it keeps me doing it. It keeps me wanting to do it. And um, you know, we're on a radio station here in Dickinson, and this radio program is picked up by their their website, kdix.net, and it's also picked up by Holy Ghost Radio Channel Two, and so we get a lot of people that listen to Pentecostal um, preaching that listen to this program, too. And so it's just kind of a wide variety of listeners. We have uh, the area that I'm in, in Dickinson, North Dakota, is predominantly Catholic. Uh, we have four big Catholic churches right here in Dickinson. And so when we started a Pentecostal church uh, many years ago when we moved to town, we started uh, from the grassroots. We met in a, a motel. Uh, met in two different motels to start with. Uh, one was called the Ivanhoe, which is not a motel anymore. And then we moved from there to what was called the Hospitality Inn back then, which is not called the Hospitality Inn. That was a nice motel to have church in. We had a big swimming, swimming pool that we baptized people in. And then from there, we were able to buy a building on 105 7th Avenue West. We outgrew that building. And now we're in, we bought the top floor of the Elks building right along Interstate 94, and so we have that. That's about 18,000 square feet. It'll seat approximately 500 people 
And um, we are planning on filling that up and then seeing what happens after that. But not only that, we also have a, a vision to start churches all across southwest North Dakota. And thankfully, we've been a part of several churches being started in one way or the other, out in Beach, Bowman. Uh, we've been a help in some other places in this area. And so uh, we, we have a vision to bring this Acts 238 message to this entire area. That's what it's all about. That's why, that's what I do. That's what I want to do. That's, um, that's why we moved to Dickinson, uh, 33 years ago. And we, we moved here because we wanted to see this Acts 238 message. You say, what is the Acts 238 message? Well, being you asked, the Acts 238 message is the new birth, the plan of salvation that Jesus talked about in John chapter 3, where he said, you must be born again. You have to be born of the water and of the Spirit. We understand that being born of the water is being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And being born of the Spirit is receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, just like they did on the day of Pentecost. And one of the predominant signs through the book of Acts when that happened was that they spoke in another language that they did not understand. That's a sign of receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's why Peter said in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, when he was asked a direct question on the birthday of the church, a men and brethren, what must we do? Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And um, and so we certainly want to make sure that we tell that uh, every time that we're on the air. I was just visiting with one of my nephews that goes to a church in Katy, Texas, he said when he started going there, they had 200 people going there. And um, and he said now, he said the pastor, every Sunday morning, every Sunday morning without fail, he includes in his sermon somewhere, some way, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ and the Acts 238 message. And he said now they average a 1,000 people. And so uh, it's not all I preach. It's not the only part of the Bible I talk about by any stretch of the imagination. But it encouraged me to talk about it a lot more. Because, um, you know, if you're going to get right with God, you've got to find out how to get right with God. And, of course, faith is the first step. We understand that. But then repentance, which means to turn away from sin, turn towards God, asking for forgiveness, surrendering our life to God. That, that's what repentance means. And then being baptized in the name of Jesus, the word baptism means to immerse. And so if you've never been dunked under the water in the name of Jesus, you haven't been baptized the Bible way. And that's just a fact. That's not, I'll tell you what, there isn't anybody that would dispute that, that knows anything about the Bible and Bible history. Even the Catholic Encyclopedia says that early baptism was always done by immersion in the formula of Jesus or Jesus Christ. And so and so there that's really without debate. The only people that might debate it are people that don't know their church history and don't understand that that the that the um, political church changed baptism and they changed it, the formula, the method, so on. And then to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, God's still pouring that out today and boy did we feel it in our service today. We felt the presence of God, 
And um, just it's something I've been praying for, that God give us a breakthrough. Give us a breakthrough. Well, enough said. I just kind of my introduction. Um, tonight, I want to talk about, I want to just talk about several things, but kind of along the lines of of this, that we all have an opportunity to be saved to go to heaven. There is nobody that's predestined for hell. And I know that there are people that believe that God picks and chooses the winners. I, I know that. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just slam that tonight. I'm going to fly in the face of it. Um, I, I want to tell you, today in our church service I preached about, and I'm going to title this, If Any Man. Seventy-two times in the Bible those three words are found put together, If Any Man. And I'll start in Revelation twenty-two sixteen through 21. These are the very last verses of the Bible. Revelation twenty-two sixteen through 21. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Jesus Christ was both the, the, the beginning of King David and the descendant of King David because Jesus Christ was God, the Spirit of Almighty God, the Spirit of the Father, was robed disguised, made manifest in a man. And so that man was truly a man, but the spirit that was inside that man was God the Father. In verse 17 of Revelation 22, And the spirit and the bride say, Come, let him that heareth say, Come, let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. And I'll get back to that. But verse 18, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add, notice that, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man, notice that, if any man take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book, he which testifieth these things saith, Surely, I come quickly, amen, even so come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. We see the invitation that God sends out to people here. He said the Spirit says come, the Bride says come. Uh, certainly Revelation twenty-two seventeen is one of my favorite, favorite all-time verses because God is crying to tell people, hey, I want you, come on. And then he's saying his church is doing the same thing. That's one of the things I'm going to be doing tonight is, is just calling out, come on, come on, come on. And then we read in verse 17, the qualifiers for us to be saved, We number one is we've got to hear, we've got to be thirsty for it, and, and number two, we've got to reach out and take it. That, that's what it says. Whosoever, he says, and let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. And tonight I am speaking that it doesn't matter who you are. 
if any man. It doesn't matter who you are. Now, verses 18 and 19 in my text tonight talk about also it doesn't matter if any man, you can't change this. He said, if if any man, if any man tries to take away from the words of this book, his name is going to be taken out of the book of life. If any man tries to add anything to this book, all these plagues are going to be added to him. Don't mess with the word of God. Paul said it like this when he said, don't mess with the gospel in Galatians 1 and 8. He said, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. Any man means any man. No one has the authority or is big enough to change the word of God. As I mentioned to start the program out, there was an organized church that changed baptism from immersion in the name of Jesus to sprinkling using titles that Jesus never intended to have used. Matthew 28, 19, Jesus said, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And that's why in the book of Acts, the apostles understood what that name was, and they baptized them in the name of Jesus Christ or the Lord Jesus. You see, this, you don't have the authority, I don't have the authority to change baptism into sprinkling. They asked Abraham Lincoln if you called a dog's tail a leg, how many legs would a dog have? And he said four. Because calling it a leg doesn't make it a leg. And calling sprinkling baptism doesn't make it baptism. Now I know there are people listening to me tonight that's going to rock your world. I hope it does. I really hope it does. Because I don't have the authority to change the word of God. The only authority I have is the Word of God. The only reason I moved to Dickinson is because of this. The Acts 2.38 message is the lowest common denominator of what church that you should go to. If your church is not preaching faith in God, repentance from sin, baptism by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ, and that God wants you to have the gift of the Holy Spirit, every believer, everyone, if your church isn't preaching that, that you're not going to the right church. I don't even know how to say it any nicer than that. I mean, that probably wasn't a nice way to say it, but I don't know what to say. In fact, if you're a leader of one of those churches that's not preaching the new birth message like that, why don't you change it? You don't have to belong to Pastor Bob's church to go to heaven. This isn't about my group. It's about this message. You see, I, I got a friend here. He lives uh, between here and Bismarck, and he, he's a Jehovah Witness. And I, I Here again, I'm not trying to make pot shots at anybody. There's some fine people. But he, he, I told him one time, he told me, he said, 
unless you join our group and unless we teach you this, you can't be one of the elect. You can't be one of God's chosen. I said, you mean I can't just pick up a Bible and read it and come to the same thing you're coming to? He goes, nope, we got to teach you. I said, that's a cult. You know, this truth that I promote on this Tell It Like It Is radio show is not something I made up. It's not something the United Pentecostal Church made up. It's not something that the Worldwide Pentecostal Fellowship made up. This, you know, you know what I love is I love running into people, and it's happening more and more and more, that have discovered this Acts 2.38 message all on their own. Now, I'm not opposed to me teaching them this, but if you just pick up your Bible and, like James said, you ask for wisdom, God's not stingy when it comes to giving out wisdom, James said. He's, he's liberal at that. He'll just give it out. You know what? There's he said. He said, if any man tries to preach any other gospel, don't listen to that man. It's not my gospel. It's not your gospel. It's Jesus's gospel. And as I mentioned earlier, this this Jesus said, you must be born of the water and spirit. You know, you say, is this a Christmas message? Absolutely. Jesus came into this world to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus Christ was both God and the Father in the same body. <laughs> you know, he. the Bible says God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Whew, I'm excited. Okay, now, where, where did I get a little sidetracked there? Maybe. Maybe. Predestination. If any man, if any man wants it, God will give it to him. Our text in Revelation twenty two seventeen said, Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come. And if he's the elect, I'll choose him. That's not what it says. It says, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. If you want it, you can have it. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862, and email me, robertsimons58 at gmail.com.
this is just a mystery You can tell me Jesus is just a man You can tell me Jesus is only history But the message just keeps Lance Appleton, he's God, the message, and I love that. I love the, I just, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And Lance Appleton, Lance Appleton said, he's God, the message. 
In other words, that word in John 1, 1 means in the beginning, God expressed himself. God spoke. And that word was with God, of course. And that word was God. And then going on later in John 1, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus was the express image of the invisible God. You know, that's that's uh, important to understand that. And this, I don't, man, I'm getting all over the place. I appreciate people texting me tonight. Text me 701-290-7862. My topic tonight is if any man. First of all, if any man tries to change this message, don't listen to him. Nobody's got the right to do it. And two, if any man wants this message, he can have it. And it doesn't matter who you are. If you're in the Dickinson area, Dickinson, North Dakota, and you think you've been too bad to come to God, you feel like you're too ashamed to start living for God because of your life, I just want you to know that what I believe and what our church feels is it doesn't matter who you are. This is for you. This message is for you. The Spirit says come, the Bride says come, and you're the weakest link in this this thing. God wants you, we want you. Jesus said in John chapter 10 and 9, He said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in. There's no sign on the door. There's no no, uh, prerequisite on the door. There's no nationality. There's no culture on this door. He said, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. And he shall go in and out and find pasture. In John 7 and 17, Jesus said, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. In other words, if any man starts doing what God's, the first steps that God shows him, he's going to know the whole deal. God's going to keep on showing him. Some of you that are confused about God and confused about what he wants you to do, it's because you won't even do what he's telling you to do. Just talk to a young man like that. Thank God he listened to me. But you know, people are looking for direction from God, but they won't even take the steps they already know to do sometimes. Well, you're not going to get anywhere with God like that. You're not. If But he said, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine. Skipping down to verse 37 of John 7, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This is talking. This is a prophecy. Jesus was talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is, isn't something that you get when somebody touches you on the head when you're confirmed. 
But the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a baptism of fire. That's why at least seven times in the Bible it says that John truly baptized with water, but he that cometh after me shall baptize with the Holy Ghost and with fire. It's not a tap on the head. It's a life-changing experience. And if any man comes to this, if any man's thirsty, Jesus said, come on. That's why the Bible says, be not drunk on wine, where is an excess, but be filled with the Spirit. You know, I, I don't know, <clears throat> maybe taking just a slightly different twist than in church today, but I really want to focus on this goofed-up teaching that, that we're predestined to heaven or hell. Because if we were predestined, then we'd all be going to heaven because the Bible said God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just fighting with somebody that's not even listening, but, but that is the dumbest doctrine. To take isolated scriptures uh, where Paul and Ephesians and other places and Romans, and he alludes to, to uses the words predestination, and then throw out the rest of the Bible, that's not good Bible study. I mean, here's an obscure passage you've never heard of. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever, surely, like the songwriter said, whosoever surely meaneth me. That's what Paul meant in 2 Corinthians 5.17. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I've got two men that email me from inside prisons. One's in Walla Walla Prison, Washington, and one's in the state pen here in North Dakota. These men are both in there for murder. But the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And both of these men, I'm convinced, are in Christ. They did terrible things. They may never get out of prison. That's, I mean, that's the price they've got to pay for what they did. I'm not trying to get them out of prison. But I'm certainly glad to be part of the process to get them to heaven. Two wrongs don't make a right. They might have taken somebody's life. But I don't think anybody would want them to go to hell, I hope. Oh, man, I should play a song. I got my guitar in here. Brother Luna's not even texting me. He's, he's usually the guy saying, play a song, Brother Simon. So, well, let's see. Let's try this one. This is one I wrote. See if I, you know, it's kind of dangerous on a live radio show to play songs that you, you don't have the words to. But we'll, we'll try this one, see how it goes. Hmm. 
Israel, the Lord our God is one. No other God but He. He is the Lord, and there is none beside Him. And it was He who went to Calvary. His name is Jesus. All God's fullness dwells in Him. His name is Jesus. He's the one who saved me from my sin. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Everlasting Father, Mighty God. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father, and I and my Father are one. dwells in Him. His name is Jesus. He's the one who saved me from my sin. salvation in any other name, for there's none other name by where we must be saved. At the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, and at the name of Jesus every tongue confess that Jesus Christ Is Lord Jesus Christ alone is Lord. Well, there's more to that song than that, but I think I'll just quit it right there. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Guess what? Brother Luna is listening tonight. Wow. Well, good to have him. Merry Christmas to you. The um, Talking about the fact if any man, if any man, you know, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. One time years ago, you know, occasionally I get irritated. Uh, maybe when I get older now that I'm maybe getting irritated a little more occasionally, but hope not. Hope not when I'm not one of these grouchy old man. Get off my yard. The um, I, I get a little irritated sometimes over the years. I, I remember uh, one time I was kind of a new convert. We were talking about somebody that was at the state penitentiary, and uh, the guy I was talking to said something like this, once a con, always a con. But it was like somebody slapped me in the face. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible said if any man's in Christ, he's a new creature. The Bible says, and such were some of you. Not anymore. I remember... uh, 
one time a lady asked me years ago, you know, because we've been doing prison ministry for many, many years, and I love it. She goes, Pastor Simons, how many of those people in prison really change? And I looked at her and said, it's about the same percentage of people that aren't in prison that really change. You know, I mean, not everybody wants this. Not everybody will do what it takes to, to have this. You know, I mean, our, our text tonight says this, that let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. you got to take it, too. You can't just hear about it. You can't just be thirsty for it, but you got to take a drink of it. you got to do something about it. Oh, Pastor Simons, Pastor Bob, you're, you're saying you're saved by works. Well, let me just tell you this. Yes, it does take your will. You know, I don't believe in predestination. I believe in he-destination and me-destination. <laughs> That's, I don't know if those are words or not. Like, <clears throat> God's wishes are that I'd be saved. He-destination. He's not willing that any should perish. I mean, my favorite verses, some of I keep saying my favorite verses, but the Scripture says twice in Ezekiel that God has no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked should turn around and live. You know, he destination, if it was just God's will at, at play, We'd all go to heaven, for God's not willing that any should perish. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. You don't have to say, God, if it's your will, would you say my dad? Would you say my mom? Don't pray that prayer. That's dumb. It's God's will. It's his will. I I mean, I'm in the book, folks. I'm, I'm really in the book. I'm not trying to be dramatic here, but I'm just, I'm not trying to brag, but I'm just telling you, I am in the book to tell you that God, when it says, if any man, it means you. He wants you in his church. He wants you in his church going to the heaven, going to heaven with the rest of us. Merry Christmas. I mean, that's what the Christmas story is all about. That's why he came. See, we are spreading the message if in, the message of if any man. If God says if any man, who am I to try to pick and choose them? I can't judge the book by the cover. Now, what I mean by that is you can judge whether the, you know people say, "Oh, you're, you know, people like you, Pastor Bob, are so judgmental." You you got it messed up judgmental when you mix it with love is a good thing (laughs) like the first time i ever walked into a pentecostal church and i I bet they took one look at me and thought that guy needs god you say oh that makes me so mad doesn't make me mad (laughs) i mean they could they could tell i needed god you could just take a look at me and tell that so that's judgmental no it's it's you love people you know, it's kind of like, you know, looking at somebody that's, you know, obviously living, not living for God in anything they're doing, their speech, the way they look, everything. And to look at that person 
and in your heart say, okay, God, give me a chance to witness to this brother. Give me a chance to witness to this sister. Who says that's not love? If any man, some people wear a sign on them saying they're not saved. There was a guy one time walked into our church, had a swear word on his T-shirt. I looked, I took one look at him and I thought, boy, I hope he gets saved because someday I'm going to tease him about this. I'll do a radio show about it. I was glad he was there. I don't care where you start. I don't care whose bed you've been sleeping in. I don't care if you're homosexual or just promiscuous or you're a liar or like, I don't care. You know, all of us have to come to God the same way. We got to come down that repentance road. You know, it, you know, it, it's, um, there, the Bible says that, that all men are dead in trespasses and sin. And some people are just been dead longer. They stink more. Whether you're a, a respectable sinner or a, a low-down sinner doesn't make any difference to me. Doesn't make any difference to God. His arm's not short that it can't save. You know, these people like, hey, Pastor Bob, those new formulas for methamphetamine, man, these guys just can't get off of it. Pastor Bob, you know, those new, you know, these new, uh, these new uh, narcotics, these painkillers, you know, they got, they got something right now that's a hundred times stronger than fentanyl. And fentanyl, if you touch it, can kill you. Many policemen have been, you know, killed or just about killed by accidentally touching it. And now they've got something that's a synthetic fentanyl that's a hundred times stronger. They use it for sedating elephants and large animals. And you say, Pastor Bobby, I want you to get hooked on that stuff. You know, there's no, you can't help. Listen, that's a bunch of baloney. If you're a drug addict listening to me right now and you've tried to quit and you can't quit, don't let anybody tell you that God can't help you. He's looking for you. If any man means any drug addict. Who are we to say what that means, if any man? Who am I to pick and choose? The Apostle Paul, before he was the Apostle Paul, was called Saul of Tarsus, and he was having Christians arrested, and even possibly put to death. I mean, I mean, not possibly, they were. I mean, <coughs> he was going to Damascus with papers to arrest Christians, and God, Jesus, appeared to him on the road. He ended up in Damascus blind, and God spoke to a man named Ananias that he could count on. And he said, go talk to this guy named Saul of Tarsus. Now, Ananias was a good man, but he did ask the Lord. He said, Lord, is this the same Saul that's came here to arrest all of us? And God reassured him. He says, hey, don't worry about it, Ananias. I'll take care of that. Who are we to say? Who are we to say? Well, we aren't anybody to say, because if God says whosoever will, that's what it means. That's what, that's what 
Peter meant in Acts chapter 11. You know, and I, there's a lot to this story, and I hope I don't confuse you by not telling you the whole story. Some of you know it. But in Acts chapter 10, we read about Peter, who up to this point didn't know, apparently, that non-Jewish people could receive the born-again experience. I mean, like, he didn't know this. And so the Lord, through a vision, through an angel, he sent Peter to go witness to this guy named Cornelius, and while he was there, Cornelius received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, plus all of the people that were with him. They were baptized in Jesus' name. And the next, and when Peter got back to Jerusalem, he was called in question, like, why were you going to a non-Jewish person's house? And Peter told the whole story again in Acts chapter 11, and in verse 17 he said, For as much then as God gave them the like gift as he did unto us, that's the, that's the gift of the Holy Spirit, who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? Like, who, who was I to say that when the Bible says, if any man wants this, they can have it? The Lord told Job in Job 40 in verse 2, he, he said, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? I'm going with it. I'm reaching for you tonight. You that are, you know, I don't care where you're listening, but you especially in Dickinson, North Dakota area, on listening to me on the radio. You know what? God wants you saved. I want you saved. Our church wants you right with God. It's up to you. It's not predestination, it's me destination. If you're thirsty, and if you'll take the steps you need to take, you will be saved. And I don't care what your past was, I don't care how you failed, I don't care how you messed up. Whew, boy, I'm kind of worked up. Merry Christmas. Talking about the Christmas story, yeah, I am. Sure I am. Sure I am. Jesus Christ came into this world to save sinners. To seek and to save that which was lost. To lay aside the 99 and to go after the one. He wants the 99 saved too. You see, this, I mean, I, I was encouraged today. I really was. Our, I mean, our church had a bunch of new people there. And there's some of them that, you know, they, I mean, there's a bunch of them that aren't Pentecostals. A bunch of them don't, they don't even know what we believe yet. But I'm excited. I'm excited to fill this building up. I'm excited to see people come. I'm excited to see backsliders come back. Yeah, the you know what? You say, oh, I backslid, I embarrassed God, I embarrassed my family, I embarrassed my church. I could care less. Come on. If any man. Get up, get started. We can't do anything about yesterday. We don't have to necessarily worry about tomorrow. We've got this moment right now 
to get right with God. Pastor Bob pastors the New Life Pentecostal Church, 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. Our next service is at 7.30 Wednesday night. On Friday mornings at 6, on the winter maybe 6.15 a.m., we meet at Taco John's for a men's Bible study here in Dickinson. On Sunday mornings, we have Sunday school at 10, and that is for all age groups, adults, children, teenagers. And then at 11 o'clock is our worship service. If any man wants to come, we want you there. We have a church in Beach, North Dakota. They have It's called the House of Prayer. It's right next to the Family Dollar there. That They, they meet at 10 o'clock Sunday mornings. We have a church in Bowman. North Dakota, I think it's 18 North Main. They have it. We have church there. Um, excuse me, in Beach on Tuesdays also at 7:30 and Sunday mornings at 10. In Bowman, we have church at uh, Sunday mornings at 10:30 and Wednesday nights at 7:30. We have a church in Beulah, a church in Williston, Bismarck, Mandan, Minot. Newtown, I mean, these are some of the churches here in North Dakota in our area. We, we want you to come and visit any man. You know, we, you just show up. You say, well, I don't know anything about it. That's how, you, that's how you learn. If you're thirsty, you know, if you're thirsty, come on. God will fill in the blanks. If you don't know everything, he'll take care of the rest. He, you, you just make the start. That's what he's looking for. You make the start, God will show you what to do. You'll hear, according to Isaiah, hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. Don't turn to the right hand or the left. Just go the way God says. Oh, man, you know what? Um, you know, in the book of Revelation, you know, where I, where I came up with this message is this next verse, but I was, I'm reading the book of Revelation right now in, in my Bible reading. And in Revelation chapter 3, 19, we, we read about a church. There are seven churches that God is writing letters to, to the, I believe, to the pastors of these churches. And... The one that was he reprimanded the most was the Laodicean church, the church in Laodicea. Uh, the harshest reprimand that Jesus made. This was this was some tough words. He he basically said, "You guys, I think you're doing good because you have some some um, you know you're you're doing good financially. You're you know you're walking in peace. You're not being persecuted. You think everything's great, but he said you're not doing good. That's scary to be to think you're doing good and you're not doing good." That's a deception. But because he loves us, he'll tell us those things. And it was a message of hope to the Laodicean church. Yes, there was a criticism there. Yes, it was critical. But notice, in Revelation 3 and 19, he said, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. 
In other words, God, when he loves us, he loves us enough to tell us that we're wrong. But notice in verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. If Notice again these words. This is the title of my radio show tonight. If any man hear my voice and open the door. Tonight, my desire to be on the air is that somebody would be hearing his voice and somebody would open up the door. You got you to gotta take some action. It's not enough to you hear, for you to hear this radio show and start crying. That's a good start. But you got to do something about it. Part of the problem with our culture is there's a lot of good intentions, but there's no discipline. But you got to make you got to decide. You know what? Not only am I going to turn around, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. If you gave me half a reason, I would tell you what is true. But no matter how you listen, there's nothing I could do to make you see with more than just your mind. Till the day you stepped across the line. No explanation Could tell you what I've seen There's no way to paint a picture That could show you what I mean When I say I left The man I was behind Found another world Across the line You gotta take a step Cross the line Let Jesus fill your heart and mind well, I can show you where to look But you gotta seek to find Gotta take a step Across the line An invitation is the best that I can do to change your future till forever but the rest is up to you you can take his hand or keep on going blind he waits for you right across the line he waits for you right across the line Gotta take a step Cross the line Let Jesus fill your heart and mind Well, I can show you where to look But you gotta seek to find you Gotta take a step Cross the line and Lord Jesus, tonight as we close this broadcast, God, I pray that's what people will do. Not only will they hear, 
what this preacher said tonight, but that they're going to do something about it. We pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show, come see me this week. New Life Pentecostal Church, 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. God bless. Lord willing, we'll be back next year, January 1st, 2023. Good night. Believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Whosoever believeth on him, the scriptures say, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever Believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Whosoever believeth on him, for the scripture saith, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Between. There is no difference between you and me. The same God over all is rich unto all that call upon Him. Whosoever believeth on Him shall not be ashamed. Whosoever believeth on him, as the scriptures say, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For there is no difference between there is no difference between you and me the same God overall is rich unto all that call upon him Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.